0: after breakfast what's before lunch it's austin texas it's weird brunch the weekend
1: before christmas
0: and all through the town
1: everyone was fucking stirring because no Except for lisa
0: yes i did
2: i did all of mine early and i felt really good about you it you are amazing i have basically
0: and everything i was just in target and they were out of stockings with the letter c on them
2: oh lord <laughs> i got one it it really i got one of those i'm sorry yeah it. for casey
0: they did not Casey, oh, casey James. they did not manifest they didn't too many k's not enough c's just not up with the times over at target. Or maybe you're not up with the times,
2: and you should start being this Karina, Karina with a, with a
0: K. K, like a Russian. This was for Charlotte, but good point. Oh, Charlotte, mm-hmm. Charlotte with a K. I am, I am contributing to the overpollution of seas. I am
1: uh,
2: Um It's not your fault. Thank you. It's not your fault. Well, it's not your fault. Okay, wow. Thanks, there. It's therapy. not your fault. Okay,
0: Jesus. Goodwill hunting um. her. <laughs>
2: Uh, I don't know if y'all, um, pay attention to Twitter, but I, uh, I got outed. And- oh, oh no. I forgot about that. <laughs> yes. You do? Tell about it,
1: please. Tell about I've it. I've been meaning to ask you about I, this.
2: Um, I have a habit of every now and then pulling some kind of either celebrity or band out from the fucking trash from the past. Yeah. That no one even remembers. Like I don't know if anybody listens to Who Weekly that's listening to this, but you fucking should. Mm. But they're really like the who the forgotten who's of of the past. So I'm listening to my fucking Spotify playlist for my new releases and uh all of a sudden Guster comes on. Oh yeah, Guster. Mm. And I was like, the fuck what the fuck? So it
1: was a new release from Guster? Uh, yeah, or it was, I mean, at least in that playlist. What is Guster's one song? I
2: don't even remember.
1: Um, I, I I know I'm, I'm they have one. I'm like, already on it.
2: All I can think of is Jack Johnson songs, because it might as well be the same fucking Bigger
1: thing. And toes. Toes. Yep. I was uh, sitting, waiting, wishing. I don't know that song. Amsterdam? maybe sat no wait satellite that one that i just say was Dave david matthews, See, it's, david it's matthews band excuse
2: it, me. father matthews uh yes. it's all fucking forgettable anyway they come up and i tweet and i'm like why the like what i said me like why the fuck is guster on this playlist spotify you have one job you're supposed to know me
0: mm-hmm.
2: seconds later and i did not at anyone Seconds later, Guster uh, tweets me back (gasps) with the Chloe gif, the little girl, the the little girl making like the face. Mm -hmm. So then I tweeted them with the Chris Farley um, from the pool, uh, the pool sketch, Schlitz Gay, Mm -hmm. yeah, where he like lifts his glasses up, like hello, right? They tweet me back. with a gift and they go last one mm-hmm. uh and it's Wee herman on a bike and then i tweet them back with a gift from their own fucking music video <laughs> where one of them is giving a thumbs up
1: um did you go in and make that one yourself no they're it's available <laughs> i fuck knows
2: why i guess they're they probably made them
1: um well so maybe they're listeners to this show um and- Maybe, That's and
2: maybe they'll they tweet too. at Weird Brunch and be like, <laughs> nope. "Get that Friedrich bitch to shut the <laughs> fuck up." Um, so then, th- so th- this happens. I make fun of it all over right. everywhere because right. it's so fucking stupid. But it reminded me that about five years ago, I was watching Empire Records. And I tweeted, like, yo, what the fuck is Coyote Shivers doing now? Is he even alive? Again, not adding anyone. Who is he in that movie? Uh Sugar High. Oh, he's right. like the singer, basically. Oh, okay. And um he tweets at me and like tells me what he's been up Aww. to. And I was like, oh man. And it's just like Help. watch your mouth. Yeah. Well your finger Sure. Mouths. I'll watch my finger mounts, but also <laughs> how fucking sad.
1: How so fucking
2: sad. sad is it? So sad. To be like, someone Searching said my name. name. Someone said my name. I must respl- reply.
1: Well, I mean, I'm sure he has an alert, right? On. I mean, I have a Google alert for my name
2: because trust right? no bitch, but like, Oof. I don't get any kind of notifications about that because no one's talking.
0: Oh, well and like that isn't google alerts not gonna turn you up on twitter right like I, now i'm gonna i search mean do you, but
2: can you have like yeah but are you sitting there like were they just searching themselves and I guess so. all day and just happened to
0: yeah they repeatedly do it by the way nobody's talked about me on twitter in four years that's oh, good did but either of
1: i mean <laughs> i'm sure exactly guster has a verified account on twitter right I'm just curious to know if it's like a verified feature where you could set an alert mm. through Twitter itself oh, or like an yeah. automatic.
0: No, Guster is definitely verified. They got the blue check. Yeah. Um,
1: well, I would bet also there's I a way to think like. I don't Coyote Shivers is, though. No. I don't even know who the fuck that is.
2: Because he also responded
1: very quickly. Should we
0: strike up Should a conversation you right him now? right now on,
1: yeah. on Weird Brunch? Coyote Shivers?
2: yeah yeah no no check box here he's an elected sorry he's an elected public an elected public official and
1: political consultant I mean good for him he did other things go you do you coyote I'm proud of him I
2: mean he was so fucking hot I don't I can't tell if he is or not anymore in this photo yeah. Oh uh, mm. <laughs> found one. Uh he's fine.
0: He's got that kinda like he's aging like Bon Jovi. It could be worse.
2: He, well, yeah, it could be worse in that he could be Bon Jovi and have a face full of Joan Rivers like Yeah, exactly. Oh boy, Bon Jovi. and what's his uh what's his name from the mm. goose? Oh Johnny Resnick Resnick, that's it. That, I, that yeah. one is all plastic.
0: I haven't he... seen this. I gotta look this up.
1: I saw the Googs a couple months ago, and Resnick seemed like real hammered for for the show that we were at.
0: Oh no! Yeah. Ooh. Okay. Oh boy, that chin is—he looks yeah. like that. Remember that Icelandic kid show? No. What? No. <laughs>
1: you know, Swing Kids, <laughs> the yeah. one everybody watched.
0: No, it's like a. Uh, the one that is it make just a pretty a cake, Lazy Town. Bjork music video? No. Oh, you
2: know why I know Lazy Town?
0: Because of that Make a Cake video that was like really big? Fuck yeah. yeah exactly. I still love that make shit. Exactly. I don't know that. Yeah, he looks like. The Ew! Lazy town guy. Ew! Yeah. What is that? That's Johnny Resnick. <laughs> Ugh. What um, is that?
2: Can I play the Lazy Town thing for you? We can edit it out, but the, I, now bake I have a cake here. Oh yeah. I love that song. Yes. First,
1: let's play Satellite by Guster. This is the song. That everybody I remember everyone going through a Guster phase. I don't recognize it.
0: No, I don't think that's the one. That 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 is one that has
1: significantly hit? more plays than any of their other top five.
0: Okay. But... All right, let's see if this is it. Man, you shouldn't get facial plastic surgery if you're a singer. Like, so many things could go wrong. Cute.
2: The cooking by the book.
1: You know you can't be lazy. The cake will end up crazy. I have never heard this in my life.
2: Whoa!
1: (laughs) What? Oh, this is just mixed in. Got it. (laughs) This is one of those songs that, like. Uh huh. If the way is. You gotta do the cooking by the book You know you can't be lazy This is
2: Ridiculous gotta me, You gotta send me this link Oh I will It just continues
1: Musical interlude It is
2: Just It's the best thing We've gotta
0: have it made You know that I love cake
2: See, I don't know any other version of that. Oh no, I know you don't know any other version. of No. Okay. (laughs) Just know the Little John version.
0: She knows the original. The soundtrack. I don't have the soundtrack.
1: I do.
2: I do. Oh, you do. I do. Is that because it's really good? Is it because of your children, or is it because you love Iceland that much? No, it's the most lesbian thing you've ever said on this show.
0: Yes, I do like European pop music. Mm-hmm. Sorry. You don't have to be sorry. Mm-mm. It's not my fault. It's not, it's not your, not your my fault. fault. It's not your fault. It's not my fault.
2: Um, so speaking of things that children like.
1: Yeah. Welcome to Weird Brunch, though. Oh Because yeah. I don't think we love. said it. But. Children Gather
2: do the... love Lisa Friedrich. <laughs> Gather
1: round and listen to Karina Magyar. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. Whitney LeMond yeah, and yeah. Lisa. Yep. Yeah, just turn turn Guster down for
0: a
2: minute, okay? <laughs> I, I know it's
0: hard. Huddle around the old Wurlitzer radio for this Christmas edition. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> turn
2: down the sugar high. That's just for two people listening right now, even though there's so many more. Um, so, yeah, speaking of children, let's talk about the real Alice. Alice in Wonderland. Okay. I actually titled this the real Alice in Wonderland dot 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 yike. (laughs) (laughs) Just one yike, though. Just one. There were more, but she's the main one. So, oh, God, Charles Lutwidge Dodgson.
0: Dodgson.
2: (laughs) Dodgson? Yes. There's not an E.
0: There should be an E. It's England a while ago. They hadn't spelled things yet stupid i don't know why
2: i hate every place right now <laughs> texas is stupid missouri sucks <laughs> fuck the uk um so he was we all know him as lewis carroll uh and he wrote alice's adventures in wonderland and its sequel through the looking glass the jabber walk you know him you love him we all love him um so the We're going to talk about the relationship he forged with a young girl named Alice Liddell. Mm -hmm. Um, Dodgson was more than a writer, even though that's what we all know him for. He studied mathematics at Oxford and he was a skilled photographer. Um, His photos are (laughs) interesting due to their subject matter. Over fifty percent of his surviving photographs uh, depict prepubescent girls. Yep, doing what? Hanging out uh, in rags. Yep. Oh. Mm-hmm. In um, fairy outfits. Yeah, I mean, it's, none of it's like nudes, but nope. in the eighteen hundreds, it was slutty. Um. So, Lewis Carroll. Um. Yeah, there you go. That's actually actually Alice. Oh, shit. Okay. Um, It's it's okay. Yeah, but it's also, like, in 1850s, not okay. It's okay. So, (laughs) similar, like, reading through this, I just kept thinking about Michael fucking Jackson because, Mm -hmm. like, Lewis Carroll and children go hand in hand right like he loves children they love him he's got these wild stories he you know all of this is is just well known Mm -hmm. so in 1856 uh he was 24 and he that's when he first meets alice liddell uh she and her sisters are playing in a garden uh and He was uh, photographing the cathedral nearby and the girls were drawn to him because this is like, what is this new fangled technology, sir? Right. Uh, And he later wrote in his diary that this date had a special significance. (laughs) Um, The family of the Liddell family later asked him to take pictures of them. Uh, He had dress up clothes and toys in his studio to entertain the girls Um, And for a time, uh, he was almost nearly as famous as his photography as for his writing. Um, In 1862, so this is eight years later. Eight years later? How does math work? Six years later. Yes, Dodgson took a boat ride from Oxford to Godstow with Reverend Robinson Duckworth and his good friend... Dean Henry Liddell's three daughters. So these are the same girls: um, eight-year-old Edith, ten-year-old Alice, and thirteen-year-old Lorena. So he met Alice at four years old. Dodgson was, uh, you know, asked to entertain the children, and he created this, you know, delightful story with like you unusual characters. He made Alice the protagonist. This is called grooming. For her part. Alice enjoyed the story and um, on the boat ride so much that she asked him to write it down and now we all know what that story is mm-hmm. um, in 1960 historian Martin Gardner published uh, the annotated Alice revisions were made in 1999 um, but he noted that Carol befriended many young girls over the course of his life but Alice was different than all the others <laughs> Um, a long line of charming little girls. We know today that they were charming from their photographs. Whoops. <laughs> Skipped through Carol's life, but none of them ever took the place of his first love, Alice. He said, I have had some source, some scores of chil- child friends since your time. This was, he wrote to her after her marriage. But they have been quite a different thing. <laughs> hmm fucking gross what appears to be a modern observer to be uh what okay what seems to be just like his questionable fascination with young girls has caused biographers to like really dig into this shit um and most of his subjects were girls between the ages of 10 and 15 much of his portfolio is missing (laughs) Um, so just what we have seen is the, like, everything's covered, but Mm -hmm. we're not out here to make speculations that 50% of them were not okay, but, uh, we've, we've all known youth pastors. (laughs) Um, so more than half of his remaining work concentrates on, uh, well, uh, semi-nude portraits of girls. Some suggest this is evidence he may have been. A butterfly. Mm-hmm. Um, before he died, he wrote, "A girl of about twelve is my ideal beauty of form." Oh. Mm. During the Victorian area, area, God damn it, uh, you know, around Victoria in her region, uh, it wasn't uncommon for nude photographs of children to be depicted on postcards, birthday cards. Children were considered innocent beings and so like no one even thought of this as like a sexual thing. Mm-hmm. They were just like, cool, naked kid. I mean, kids yeah. run around the front kids yard naked, naked all the time. Now. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, so in 1863... You could argue we sexualize kids more now. For like sure. Worse. Yeah. For sure. By trying to, like, yeah. Anyway. Um, In
2: 1863, something happened between the Liddells and uh, Dodgson that severed their relationship for quite some time. Before that, he saw the children almost every day. Uh, no one has been able to figure out why that rift happened. Right. Um, it wasn't permanent. Uh, it was just for a f- you know several months. And then uh, let's see. following uh, Lewis Carroll's death, a page in his diary was removed that may have provided some insight, which is fucking weird that it was removed. Mm. Florence Becker Lennon wrote in Victoria. Wrote in Victoria Through the Looking Glass in 1945 that Dodgson may have been interested in marrying Alice, who was 11 years old at the time. His proposal may have scared the family because such a thing was not acceptable even then. So, like, let's send all of the photo uh, or the fucking postcards with naked little kid dinglings, but don't marry my 11-year-old. You know what? I'm for that. Yeah. Um... Dodgson eventually reconciled with the Liddells, but never again spent time with their daughters. In 1864, Dodgson gifted Alice his book, Alice's Adventures Underground. The following year, when Alice was 12, uh, Dodgson uh, wrote that she had changed as a person.
1: So how old was she then? At 12. At 12 so at 11, he
2: wants to marry her. At 12, she's changed. <laughs> uh, one of his most famous photographs of Alice was taken when she was six years old. Uh, she appears as a beggar girl. That's the one that Karina showed earlier. No shoes on dress dresses falling off her shoulders. Um, the image has been... It's been purported that it's inspired by Lord Tennyson's poem, The Beggar Maid. I like Tennyson, so I just wanted to say that. (laughs) Um, She is in a provocative pose, though, so it's a little weird. Um, One of the reasons scholars have questioned Lewis Carroll's relationship with young girls was because he is credited with writing, quote, I am fond of children except boys.
1: (laughs) Hmm. God damn it! That cuts out half of all children. Yeah, yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm
0: kind of with him on that though. Yeah,
1: I mean, little boys are. Pale
0: ass. Yeah.
2: Stinky, gross. They pee everywhere.
0: They sure do. Ugh.
2: Um, he was also. Let's see. Sorry, he met kids, girls. In all kinds of places, the beach trains through acquaintances and became their friend, um, which, again, it's just Michael Jackson is screaming at me this whole time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gertrude Thompson, she's an artist, and she drew pictures of fairies and nymphs, uh, received a letter from him that said, I confess I do not admire naked boys in pictures. They always seem... To need clothes. Whereas one hardly sees why the lovely forms of girls should ever be covered up. Yeah, uh. they're the
0: same except for one bit. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, looking back, some find it's impossible to defend or indemnify him. Uh, While he may have felt romantic feelings for his child friends, there's no evidence to suggest he acted on them. Um, He was bold about the tenderness and possible romantic love he felt for his young female friends. Uh, He once wrote to a 10-year-old girl that he was happy to have her hair to kiss, but he'd rather kiss her instead. Uh... Quote extra thanks and kisses for the lock of hair (laughs) I have kissed it several times for want of having you to kiss you know even hair is better than nothing gross dear 10 year old little girl
0: yeah I mean he definitely wouldn't have made it through an episode of to catch a predator Fuck Uh -uh. no
2: he would have been banging that door down (laughs) full on bone Sorry, I started yelling about...
1: No, you're fine. Oh. That's Full Lewis Carroll. Full-on bone is...
2: Full-on bone is a term. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> It was common for him to write these kinds of letters. Um, he wrote to a mother about bringing her daughter to dinner, quote, and would it be... Oh, God. Oh. It's a French word, Karina. De rigueur? De rigueur. Yeah, what does that mean?
0: Uh, Regular, normal.
2: Oh. Would it be regular or normal that there should be a third to dinner? Tete a tete is so much the nicest.
0: Basically so, telling like, that bring mom, another little girl? It could be, like, a drop-off play date.
2: You don't... I thought he know, was... I think, you don't
0: have to come in two, Just a drop-off. Just do a drop-off. Yeah. Yeah. Just like, do a little drop-off sleepover. Oh, he's yeah. saying... I think he's telling he's the mom... like, to,
2: threes a crowd. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. Go scram. Yeah. Kick rocks, Ooh. mom.
0: Um,
2: he spent most of his time with his child friends. Uh, it seems pretty clear <laughs> he was attracted to young girls. Yeah. Yeah. Um, He once mentioned that he was afflicted by, quote, the inclinations of his sinful heart.
0: Uh Mm. However,
2: in his own words, he was able to battle his impure thoughts by focusing on his mathematics work. God, this is just incel shit. (laughs) I think Lewis Carroll invented Reddit, um, or at least 4chan, writing... That performing calculations helped him combat quote unholy thoughts which torture with their hateful presence, the fancy that would fain be pure. (sighs) Gross. Um, In 1933, writer A.M.E. Goldschmidt submitted an essay to Oxford called Alice in Wonderland Psychoanalyzed. He insinuated that Lewis Carroll had sexual feelings for Alice. The proof? Alice falling down the well was a metaphor for sex. Goldschmidt was not an expert in psychology, um, but his commentary definitely made other people be like, uh, uh, hold up, maybe, um... Then biographer Morton Cohen examined his diaries, determined the writer was most disturbed and had problems sleeping following the days he spent with Alice. He dealt with his emotions by writing whimsical stories and ultimately his Alice in Wonderland. Over time, Alice grew sick of his attentions. While he lived like Peter Pan, the boy who never grew up, Michael Jackson, Alice did grow up. He photographed his muse for the final time when she was 18 years old. Mm-hmm. That image taken in 1870. Oh, Karina's got it pulled up. Mm-hmm. Ooh, she is dressed Famous. in fine clothes and she looks
1: Oh my gosh, she looks so over it. mad. She is
2: fucking over it. Mm-hmm. Uh she is like her eyes are just
0: dead are you done Um, she she is
2: clearly bored and irritated and wants that shit over Um, she's 18
0: yeah yeah Uh, an old woman meant
1: at
2: that time of true era I mean I'm shocked he was even still (laughs) hanging out with her Um, so after she marries and has three sons boy 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 (laughs) I know Uh, two of her sons died in World War One, which is sad. Um, she experienced a brief bit of fame in the U.S. She wrote a letter to her surviving son, Carl, uh, spelled C-A-R-Y-L, very similar to Carol, uh, Mm -hmm. that she was tired of being Alice in Wonderland. Um, I guess because when she was in the United States, everyone was like, you're Alice. Mm -hmm. Um, Let's see. His love for children was not only well known, but it was also sometimes celebrated. In his obituary, the London Daily Graphic described him, quote, like many bachelors, he was very popular with children and very fond of them. What? His nephew notes that his uncle had several, quote, child friends, uh, wrote a biography that included two chapters about these girls. His nephew did. Uh, he mentioned how he would regularly hug and kiss the children. And even though Lewis Carroll was friends with women as well, these friendships were not included in the book. In general, people viewed him as a kind, generous man who got along very well with kids. <laughs> Uh, as a teenager, Alice met Queen Victoria's youngest son, Prince Leopold. The pair fell in love but couldn't wed because she was not of royal blood.
1: Oh. Isn't that sad? It just happens all the time. Yeah. Um,
2: so she married a man named Reginald Hargreaves. And... What? What? Oh, and then in 1883, Leopold the Prince had a daughter, and he named her Alice.
1: Bummer. Yeah. Also, I if I were his wife, I'd be like, she named her second son Leopold. <gasps> How fucked up
0: uh, is that? For both of oh wow.
1: Yeah, their significant others have some gears to grind uh-huh. over that. Uh huh. So yeah, uh, Lewis Carroll, creep. <laughs>
0: Yeah, no shit. I'm gonna bottle bottled bottled up creep. Yeah, hopefully. Hopefully.
2: I mean, I don't know. Do y'all think that Michael Jackson's documentary thing is real?
0: Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Wait, what do you mean mean, is real? Like like, the two accusers? Yeah. The HBO. Yeah, I believe them for sure. Okay.
2: I do, too. It's just that a lot of people don't. Don't. Because they just don't want to. There are things that, like, well, the train wasn't there at that time.
0: Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard to remember everything exactly 100% accurately.
2: Well, and also, like, Building 7. Let's talk about it.
0: You and Building 7. Speaking of things that... change. Speaking (laughs) of things that disappear with no explanation. um, The towers. (laughs) Okay. Merry Christmas, everybody!
2: <laughs> I've just been on Reddit conspiracy a lot lately. Yeah, and boy, it's showing.
0: It's not your fault. It's not <laughs> your fault. You're right. It's George Bush's fault. It's <laughs> that's true. Um. So the Shakers and Movers mm. are one of America's quintessential homegrown religions. And
2: are they related to Quakers at all? That's I know it sounds yes. like I'm fucking around, but no, okay. they
0: are very related to Quakers. Um, they kind of came out at the same time and flourished in the same place.
2: Which one came first? The Shakers. The Quaker. Or the Shake.
0: The Shakers Quake came before the Quakes. Shakes before Quakes. So I'm trying to find the little history here. Do, 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 do. So what you're saying is shakes or bros. Yes. Quakes her hoes. That's right, exactly. Mm. So Alan Anne Lees, I almost called her Alice Lees. Thanks a lot. Anne Lees was born in Manchester, England, uh, in the seventeen thirties. And uh, she couldn't read or write. Or no Idiot. She, <laughs> she, she could read but not write. She got married to a blacksmith. And that didn't go well. And all of her kids died and and she had to divorce him. I feel
2: like a blacksmith is never a first choice husband.
0: Uh, Her parents are blacksmiths. So I think he was an only choice husband uh, at that time. So she starts hanging out, uh, being a widow and all, with a group of religious enthusiasts who worship by shrieking and trembling. Uh, As long as they're not reading. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The group got to be called the Shakers. Uh, they had no clergy and they'd roll around on the floor, just feeling the spirit and all that. Uh, they were thrown in jail a lot. For uh, the drugs they were on. <laughs> for just not doing religion right. Uh, this is 1700s England and that's, you know, thus the pilgrims, etc. So she had all these visions in prison, um, that she got milk and wine poured through the keyholes of the cell and that she sweat blood and blah, blah, blah. Anyway, she took off from England in 1774 um, with eight other shakers, including her brother. And they w- showed up in New York just in time for the revolution.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: held on there. And in 1780, they held their first public testimony open service in New York um, on a day that happened to be a, uh, called the Dark Day in all the news. Papers at the time because there was like clouds and forest fires and fogs, and anyway, the whole day, like they never saw the sun in the entire northeast. It was just like a really weird, weird, this is the uh, tail end of the little ice age, I think, too. Like, shit was the weather was weird, yeah, in that time, global warming, yeah, where it was Greta, so she kind of becomes the leader of the Shakers, and uh, through her, can she read yet? No, uh. Just the thing kind of spreads throughout America. Um, she died in 1784, but her teachings were kind of used to keep the Shakers alive, and they were written together as the Testimonies in 1816. And that book, the Testimonies, is kind of what helped the whole religion take off. And this is and that is about the time I believe that the Quakers started taking off as well. There is no called religious creating awakening. I think
2: there's no religious book that was
0: written by the person yeah it's really hard to get that for some reason um
1: <laughs> I wonder why I know
0: so their whole thing the, the shakers whole thing aside from just shaking around while they feel the spirit is uh, nobody can own property or have debt or have sex um, and they live what together in one community and they just donate all their labor to each other and just share everything that they've got so on borrowed land. No, they, they, they own the property communally. Okay. They like buy it as a, like a commune. Got it. Mm -hmm. Um, Which in the 1810s was like, cool. Wow. That's kind of of original, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, So by the civil war, there were tens of thousands of shakers all over the place because in 1837, they got a huge 1800s PR boost from a group of girls in New York who started seeing visions while they were shaking around and painting watercolors about it. And then the visions started spreading. And it's kind of like the Salem witch trials story, except instead of getting burned at the stake, everybody was like, oh, these girls are onto something. They're seeing God. And like they're praised instead of killed.
2: <laughs> they're all having Lucky. fucking yeah. manic breaks.
0: Exactly, uh, and then I guess like other people got into it. One boy had like a thirty-seven hour shaking trance. Anyway,
2: it's a seizure.
0: Yeah, he just seized. Uh, everybody wanted to see God like this, and so they started building up and up and up uh, until the eighteen forties. So many newcomers coming to the Shakers at that time, uh, and then eighteen forty-five. Kind of the elder Shakers started to get a little like, "Whoa, this is this is getting out of hand." Um, So they set up some like new strict rules um, to keep the sexes separated. Winking was banned in (laughs) meetings.
1: Wait, what was getting out of control? Were people fucking
0: Perfume. Well, they weren't allowed to fuck at all. But the elders were worried they might. There
1: was distant flirting, like winking and women wearing
0: perfume. Exactly. It had to be squashed. So it's Mm. the opposite of every other cult where there was like a total sex free thing and they actually stuck to it uh and then civil war happened and then after the civil war things started declining so when well, were they in the thousands tens of thousands oh and by the way
1: were they on the whose side were they on what do you mean they were probably conscientious objectors well, i would think no
0: yeah they were on the civil war yeah you uh, had to swear to peace like you were peaceful. And yeah, they were just yeah. out of it. They were like, we don't do it. Same as the Quakers. We don't do mm-hmm. war. We don't care about war. We have our piece of land. They
2: care about human rights?
0: Nope. Not okay. unless you were a shaker. Okay. Yep. Uh, they're well known for their furniture. There's still a lot mm-hmm. of examples mm-hmm. of shaker mm-hmm. furniture and galleries and museums all over the place. And if you need any of it shipped to you, use uship.com. Hey. hey. But also, what
1: else do you do if you're not... Yeah having fun in any way
0: exactly and they made money that way by selling the furniture made communal money uh they're not amish they use technology they don't they'll use modern things they don't if they're wear not allowed to fuck how stuff. are they
2: growing a that's okay. the deal yep i'll stop <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh there's a lot of famous recipes that come from the shakers including like the most quintessential american apple pie recipe is a shaker recipe the song "Simple Gifts" is a Shaker hymn. Um, I'm not know that man. one. The uh, authors inspired by the Shakers include Charles Dickens, Helmet, Herman Melville, Nathaniel Hawthorne, and Ralph Waldo Emerson. I know them. Mm-hmm. And they invented.
2: Wait, were those people Shakers? They were just inspired? no. They were, they, were, just, uh, they were referenced. They were like by... the Shakers
0: are pretty cool. Like the Shakers are one of the cool people we got here in America. Um they invented a lot of things, including the clothes pin. Like they're just like a major for the size. I of was their, just
2: looking at the clothes pins on that wall when you said it. Uh, and whoa. I, yep.
0: Shakers invented that. So for their size, they were a major cultural force in America. So after the civil war, membership started declining because there was less of uh, an emphasis on bringing new members in. And like those new rules got put in to sort of make it even less fun to be a shaker. Uh and things started to decline. By 1880 there were 2000 Shakers living in 21 villages all over the country. By 1900 there was less than 1000. By 1936 there were 92 Shakers. Oh my god. And in 1986 they were down to 8, all of them living in this one community in Maine. Five women and three men. Um good odds, ladies. 2006. So, <laughs> yeah, to not do anything. By 2006, there was down to four people um, somebody named Fran- a woman named francis a guy named Arnold, a woman named June, and Wayne Smith, the youngest.
1: Wayne. How old Wayne- was
0: Wayne? Wayne joined when he was a teenager in the 80s. So, he was like in his 30s in 2006. So he was the youngest. Everybody else was getting up there. So Wayne was sort of like the last fresh blood in there. The Boston Globe came in and wrote a story about this last village of the Shakers called The Last One Standing. And the reporter described Wayne as... (laughs) breathlessly as six foot three tanned and muscular from hours on a john deere tractor with the look of a strapping farm boy
2: oh my god just i'd like to see wayne
0: yeah seven months later wayne left the village Mm -hmm. and married that reporter Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah no shit yeah they they got it on so that brought the shakers down to three uh francis was the mother shaker at the time that's the it's a maternal organization so there's always a woman who's like kind of the pope the that's dope pope. yep she died well, so now it's just arnold and june june was so old and incapacitated that arnold was basically just taking care of the her. mother shaker. she's the mother shaker and then arnold is brother arnold and it's just the two of them in maine on their property. So what are they doing all the time? So they send a reporter out to go check in on them. Uh, their place is like open and like dozens of people come to Shaker services. They just don't actually go ahead and join because it's almost impossible in 20, this was written in 2017. No, oh, 2019. This is written now. Um, it's almost impossible to be debt free. That's the big up. Mm-hmm. Even if you want to, but you cannot join if you have any debt. And then if you any property you have, you have to either give to the shakers or renounce and get rid of and just have nothing. And then everybody lives <laughs> together. That. And of course, you can't have sex and mm-hmm. all that. But there's no like set way to worship. It's kind of like the Quakers where they just get in a meeting house and they sit around and just share what they feel. And then just go. For a while. <laughs> Nobody really does that anymore. They don't even
1: shake don't anymore. They don't even shake yeah, anymore. bones
0: would That's break. That's true. They're you can old. if you want, but it's not like a necessary piece of the thing. And people go in and just kind of like share what they feel. And at the end of it, somebody goes, well. And they, you know, you sing some hymns if you want to. Okay. It's very cool. It's a very chill religion with no dogma whatsoever. No Bible, no books, no readings. No, like there's God, but you're supposed mm-hmm. to live this, if you live this way, then you are living heaven on earth, is what they believe in. They don't think there's an afterlife. They think you have to live heaven now, and this is the best way to do it.
2: Hmm. By not fucking? Yeah,
0: Yeah, pretty much. All right. That's their weirdest uh, belief by far, and it's definitely not doing well for them. So Arnold joined in 1978 when he was 21, which makes him, what, uh, 62 now? Yeah. Yeah, so he's he's...
2: He's, he's okay. He's
0: doing all right. He's got some time to go. He's the only active shaker left, so he's running the farm, the business, because um, he emails and shit. He's on the mm-hmm. internet. Oh, like, are yeah, not he like
2: a millionaire?
0: They're not Amish or whatever. He doesn't have any money. Oh yeah, technically. I mean, although it's kind of a weird tontine because if it's all communal property,
2: right? Yeah.
0: Yeah um so this reporter goes to like kind of talk to him and everything he's totally overwhelmed um running around doing everything they have to treat everybody who comes on the farm like a guest and people come on to like be tourists all the time so he's just running around being like a host a host constantly and he's really cranky the reporter asks so like are you worried about the fact that there's only two shakers left he goes people come to us if they want if the world isn't ready for heaven on earth then they can't have it (laughs) Woo. <laughs> he's just like i don't have time for you
2: right damn and
0: the reporter asks, how would you keep the village from extinction he goes i don't know i could knock on people's doors and say hey we've got a religious community go sell everything you have and come on up just spend the whole rest of your lives giving everything you have to us that's all we've got that's our pitch he oh
1: he's like so pissed that I he like, dedicated his life yeah to this.
2: i think i like arnold
0: he, yeah he's awesome um but he he's the one and he slaps the table he says this is heaven right now i can't believe nobody else can see it um i've had a and then does um, he
2: know what's happening in the world <laughs> and i said yeah, and the right? reporter
0: says so it's heaven right and he's like well i've had the wonderful privilege and it's also been a dreary horrible existence at the same jesus time. jesus
1: <laughs> christ that's wonderful i mean that's life you know,
2: I can I go visit? We could go visit Arnold. Yeah,
0: you, He'll you try. He, he gets real mad at you real fast. Yeah. Hell yeah. Um. So you know, wink he, at him. He, he, <laughs> he hates the Quakers, too. Uh. He's like the Quakers. They came out at the same time as the Shakers did. They lost it, man. All they do is stand outside public houses to see if anybody went in to have a drink and then read them out of the meeting the next week. They're a legalistic bunch of merchants.
2: Damn. What a, like, did I you know that there's one community in Texas that was founded by Quakers? Yeah. It's Friendswood, Texas, where I graduated high school. Nice. Mm. Quakers are not so
0: bad. Mm-mm. I like the Quakers. They're like they the Episcopalians
2: of weird, of, of psycho of shakers, yeah. religions. <laughs> they yeah. Got,
0: yeah. Nixon was a Quaker. It's always weird to me.
2: <gasps> Have y'all watched the, Bur- <laughs> the Burkram, Bikram? Yeah, not yet. Documentary? Not yet fuck nixon's in there
0: awesome. it's all nixon's fault oh i believe it um so anyway he hates all the visitors they're annoying to him and uh when the reporter emails him back later um just some more follow-up questions after arnold's you know encouraged it so ahead and email me if you have any follow-ups he does and then he writes back, uh, hey, good to hear from you. Just let me say, uh, I know we live in an egalitarian age, but I find it very offensive when you address current believers with their first names and apostates like Wayne with the prefix of brother. Only shakers can be called brother. Oh. Anyway, this is the last time I'm going to talk to you, and uh, I'm too busy right now, so I can't answer your questions. Take care.
2: That's- Wait. Great. So they sent him an email, and it was just like, hey, Arnold. <laughs>
0: He sent him like some snippets for fact checking of his article and he called Wayne Brother, brother Wayne, Wayne which he was at the time but since Wayne went off to fuck that Boston Globe reporter, reporter no, he's not just brother Wayne anymore. Now he's just Wayne um degenerate Wayne. So yeah, so this reporter's not allowed back and nobody's heard much from them in the last couple of years. Um Can you but be one if you fucked someone before? yes you can start being one anytime but you have to like do it they they have to let you in Mm -hmm. so you have to kind of like apply got it i was just curious and convince them that you're good so anyway recently this november there was an advertisement on their facebook page um the
2: shakers facebook page yeah they're
0: totally yeah that's it's weird because they're such a weird religious like Mm -hmm. throwback but they're totally modern they're not amish they like yeah we got a facebook page we gotta do whatever so that he can talk to himself, I guess.
1: Yeah, it was like, we as in one guy. He's
0: kind of running the business. They're selling soap and soy candles and stuff. I mean.
1: He's just an entrepreneur. who <laughs> at this took point. over an essentially abandoned <laughs> religion. religion and kind of business.
0: Um, so anyway, that post for uh, soap and candles was met with a comment on the post from Arthur saying, go brother Andrew. So after he made a big deal about it, you can't call anybody brother unless they're in, he calls mm-hmm. somebody brother Andrew. So there may be no three uh, oh. in the world. Wait,
2: June's still alive? Yeah, yeah but she June's can't hanging do on. Shit.
0: She can't do shit. She's like in her 80s. She's just a mother. Let me see. It's called. What, the let's Facebook find the group? Facebook page. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I want to send him a message. It's called Sabbath Day Lake. Sabbath Day Lake. Mm-hmm.
2: I am Day Lake.
1: Shaker Bow, Village. Wow,
0: <laughs> wow, wow, yep, wow. there it is. New Gloucester, Maine. Sabbath Day Lake, Shaker Village.
1: Sabbath Day Lake,
2: Shaker Village. 8.9 thousand, or, yeah.
0: Ooh. I mean, they're like...
2: Like 9,000 likes.
0: It's a place to go. Like? <laughs> uh, Here's Brother Arnold. He's on YouTube. Uh, Talking to somebody.
1: He looks pretty happy there.
0: Uh, you know. I think he alternates between joy and absolute crankiness, but he's yeah. an old man in Maine. I don't yeah. care what your religion is. You're, you're going to say some cranky grumpy. shit. Yeah.
1: That's true.
0: Um so anyway, I hope I hope brother Arnold and potential brother Andrew are having a very merry Christmas. They
2: have rainbow brooms. Yeah. What? That's pretty Ray- cool. Rain. Rainbow
0: brooms. Oh, so like the broom.
2: I was like, "Rainbow Brown. Rainbow <laughs> brooms by Broomcorn Johnnies.
0: <laughs> okay. Oh, this is my new favorite fucking thing. <laughs> There's a private group called Friends of the Shaker members. You can try to join that if you want. Don't, don't do it. Think they won't let do you do much good.
1: They won't. Let oh, you this in. is all just
0: for buying things. Well, yeah, this is their business. They've got to, like, keep the farm. Oh, Mm -hmm. by the way, a little detail. They had to sell the rights to develop the land um, in order to, like, keep things going because they're dwindled so much. Um, So the land is no longer theirs, but it's sold into a trust that won't allow anybody to develop on it and that it has to be maintained for, um, like, old-fashioned farming and stuff. Mm. Um, So, yeah, they have no property anymore. So it's not like Arnold's. Just waiting to be the only shaker and have a lot of money. There's no money. Yeah. There's this quasi business.
1: Well, speaking of, I don't know, olden times and new times. uh, Since it's Christmas, I'm going to talk about people dying in chimneys. (laughs) Hooray. So this um, is the most fucked up Christmas special Here's this
2: dying religion.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: He, let me talk about Lewis Carroll hanging out with little girls. Mm-hmm. And now, and now Chimney Death.
0: Basically, Chimneyda. we're trying to tell you Santa's fucked up yeah. in three mm-hmm. different ways. Mm-hmm. Well, three different ways to Sunday. Don't, don't sit on anybody's the knee. The ghosts
1: of Christmas present. And pa- there are three ghosts in that, right? Yeah. yeah. Past, present, Past, future. Past, present, future. I need to watch that. I fucking love that one. Um, anyways, chimney death. The Muppets one? No. Well, yeah, I love the Muppets one. I just mean I love that story. I think it's cool because it's like a spooky Christmas story and the it's it's great. Love it. Okay. Um, so chimneys, while many houses have them, can be major death traps good news everybody um this was particularly true in the 18th and 19th centuries when little boys were chimney sweeps they were also called climbing boys and um the climbing boys were like apprentices of the actual chimney sweeps um I guess Dick Van Dyke and Mary Poppins is a chimney Mm -hmm. sweep. Right. Right. Um, so little boys would be frequently or frequently be the ones that would have to go down the chimneys should like their brooms and stuff, (laughs) not do the job. And they would get stuck in there a lot. Um, there's a quote from one sweep who said his apprentice got wedged in a chimney and his master heard him say, I cannot come up, master. I must die here. Oh, and um, they couldn't rescue him. And he legit did die there. Uh-huh. Um, lots of children died in so chimneys. when they die, do they just fall into the people's homes? No, I mean, they're stuck there. If they could go forward and crawl through, I would imagine they would. Yeah, but, like, once your body is dead, doesn't it just, like... No, I I think they would be stuck. They'd have to probably cut into the side of a
0: chimney to No, they could probably... There's, there's messy, lethal ways to get something out of a yeah, chimney. Yeah, you could
1: burn it
0: Yeah. from the top down. Do a little cremation. I'm sorry I asked. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> um... <laughs> yeah it, it it's a bummer so let's keep going <laughs> <laughs> um a lot of the chimney sweeps that would fall in would they would get stuck but what they would really die from is called positional asphyxia oh.
0: and that's when
1: your body is so contorted that it starts to prevent normal in and out motions of your diaphragm so you it's like being constricted like oh mm-hmm. you can breathe out and your body moves forward just a little mm-hmm. bit more but then it makes it harder to breathe in and then gradually you just can't die anymore was or this you like can't a, breathe anymore and you die was this like a higher paying job for children no okay no, no, no. well fuck me. kids weren't getting paid barely anything if at all um Yeah, let's keep going. Let's get away from the child death and more to like the, uh, I guess, adult death or older children death. Um, Yep. Oh, I don't want to say that one. It's too sad. It's about a mentally challenged child in 1977. 1977? Yeah, getting stuck in a chimney. No. Um... People thought he accidentally fell in. No one could really figure out why. Um. Okay, let's get to... I don't know if any of them are actually funny because it's kind of tragic. All right, here's the guy. In Florida in 1986, a burglar was trying to get into <laughs> an empty house via the chimney. Wait, this is 1986? Yes, yeah, it's a burglar trying to get into a house. The neighbors heard...
0: No, don't uh, do that. <laughs> Yeah. Later
1: that night, the neighbors heard screaming uh, from outside, um, but they didn't. Re- they couldn't really figure out what where it was coming from. They're like, "Well, I guess someone's just cr- just screaming." Um, went back to bed. Two days later, workers heard tapping sounds, Ooh. but continued to work. And then two days after that the owners finally got home and they were like, God, the house smells terrible. And it's because the burglar had died in their chimney and he was rotting. Um, 1989, a burglar again tried to do it in New York. He got hung up on unexpected plumbing inside the chimney (laughs) and wound up having his chest constricted (laughs) And was found dead of asphyxiation. But of course
2: there's plumbing in fucking chimneys in New York. <laughs> yeah. They'll just put the plumbing goddamn anywhere. <laughs> yeah.
1: um, most... i shitting on another place. You're what? I'm shitting on another. Think... You got to stop shitting on everything.
0: What, why do all apartment complexes in Austin have fireplaces in the units? When you and say, you oh, no. you clearly
1: never visited Sandstone. No,
0: okay. I mean, all the ones built from I think the, the new ones, now. it's like
1: a classy thing to mm-hmm. have a chimney. We don't have one in our house. Why would you have a fireplace in Texas at all? My mom used ours to smoke inside, but not really smoke inside because oh, you yeah, could just you blow just... through the chimney flue. Yeah.
0: That... Yep. All you got to do is sit in a dirty fireplace. Yeah. Question she doesn't smoke anymore now.
1: Go, mom. Um this one is tragic, but uh there was a woman back in 2015 in California who was super obsessed with her ex-boyfriend oh God. and um. <laughs> She was trying to get into her boyfriend's house. Jesus. Possibly to steal her kids back. Oh. Uh, through and, the chimney? Well, I would assume she'd enter through the chimney and then leave through a door. I don't know if she'd try to pull her kids back up through the chimney. That seems terrible. Wait, whose kids? Her own. Oh. You don't have to be married to have kids, Lisa. <sighs> Gross. Anyways. <laughs> Uh, so she's trying to enter the house through the chimney and, um, the, yeah, when she got stuck, I don't like the way she's acting or what she's doing. That's not good for my kids, was what her ex-boyfriend had told the cops right after part of his wall was removed to dislodge her from the chimney. She lived. Congratulations. Um, and wasn't stuck for a short time. There is a video, or no, wait, that's a different video of somebody. Oh, God, there's so many that are just upsetting. Um, did she get custody at all? I highly doubt it. Um, This is another woman in 2010 who tried to get into her on-again, off-again boyfriend's house while he was home. um, The boyfriend, I guess, heard her outside at some point and was like, I'm just going to leave so I don't have to talk to her. Her name was Jacqueline. And um, she was like, or at that time, I guess you could hear moving (laughs) and he left. And this is when she's trying to climb through the chimney to get into his house. And of course, she got stuck, Oof. and he did not hear her inside there. And three days later, a house sitter noticed that the smell. Oh, God. Um, again, it's the smell that will really get you. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's my short little, not even really a story, just a bunch of stuff about people dying in chimneys. So if you have a bright idea of, doing that for Christmas for your kids just
0: don't chimneys are manufactured to not allow raccoons to get inside your house yep you are bigger than a raccoon don't much do it. bigger yeah
2: I can think of at least two women that would do this
1: <laughs> was one the one you were talking <laughs> about earlier yes yeah. all right yes hmm yes mm-hmm through the oh, chimney god i mean just fucking break a window yeah seriously you yeah know? grow up yeah rob it like a real burglar would yes use one of those thingies that makes a little hole like in mm-hmm. in the what's the spy movies i can't remember mission impossible yes mission impossible yeah dig,
0: dig a hole under the foundation mm-hmm. come up nobody expects that that's
1: true pop up from
2: under mm-hmm. the fireplace yeah
0: you have a better <laughs> chance of surviving that
2: god yeah well how does
0: santa do it yeah turns into smaller than a raccoon my yeah. kids uh, refuse to put any santa ornaments on the tree because they're
1: not believing anymore? Yeah, because
0: they're like, we don't put lies on our tree. <laughs> oh, my, <laughs> okay. my gosh. We never told them there was a Santa, so they just got upset about that all on their own. And then oh. we were at Chick-fil-A tonight, and they had a Santa set up to take pictures, and they were just like, we have to get out of here. This is ridiculous. This place is too Christian <laughs> for place, me. This place is crazy. I
1: Yeah, keep seeing that meme around that's like let your kids believe in santa you believe in essential oils and no one's taking that oh, away yeah, from I you saw that one. and it's like oh yeah that's true <laughs> yeah essential oils um did y'all learn anything at
0: all it, it, you know christmas is a sad time <laughs> um trust no bitch <laughs> i think that's the name of our very first episode yeah i Probably. think so too. i think it's that's what i always say. it all learned, comes though. down
1: to trust uh yeah
0: <laughs> i'd like this thank you for tuning into our weekly affirmation not to trust a bitch yeah yeah Yep. Yeah. Yeah. any yeah. bitch no, not a single bitch not even us
1: nope merry christmas happy holidays follow us please. at weird brunch everywhere navidad